Welcome to China Horse Business, the one and only podcast about Chinese booming horse market. I'm your host Zoe King, founder and CEO of Wonder Horse from Shanghai, discovering the wonder of horse world. Hi everyone, my name is Summer. I'm a freelance English interpreter. I get involved in many fashion and culture projects of Connect Group in China. Happy to join Zoe in this episode. Hi, Summer. Welcome to the show. We first met in a private dinner in Shanghai with French Olympic rider Bosti. Later, then you joined one of our experience day at Wonder Horse to have your first ride on horseback. Yeah, yeah, I remember very clearly, and I'm very interested in this sport, the equestrian sports and the culture. Even though I'm not a super rider, not yet. You will get to it. You just need more some. You just need some more practice. Summer, you work mostly at home now. Did you use the webinar? Oh, of course, yes. I host several webinar seminars myself、uh, for teaching and for interpretation, and also participate quite a few. It is very convenient to connect with people and work remotely. So true. You know, we are organizing two webinar sessions: one in English and one in French. On Tuesday, April fourteenth, the topic is digital transformation program for equestrian brands. I will share our tailor-made online marketing solutions to help equestrian brands to navigate through this difficult time. It is still a chance for us to catch up the annual sales target at the end of the year if we start to prepare now. The equestrian market in China will soon take off before we realize it. Yeah, awesome. People see crisis while、uh, I and also I think Zoe always see the opportunities. Just like the cup of water half empty, half filled, I believe there will always be opportunity out of crisis. We just have to look forward, be prepared, and never stop. Absolutely. So, guys, sign up now for our info sessions scheduled on Tuesday, April fourteenth. The session in English will start at 9 a.m. Central Europe Summer Time, and the French session at 2 p.m. on the same day. You will find all information on the show note. You can also write to us at contact at wonder-horse.com to sign up. Sounds great. It's actually totally free to join the webinar, and it is very easy. No need to download any app. Just connect on the website with your computer, and that will be fine. Yes, absolutely. Each session is limited to twenty attendees. So, guys, don't miss it. Well, Zoe,、um, would you get started for today's program?、Uh, which club are you going to introduce in today's China Club session? I would like to introduce the County Down Club in Shanghai, located in a luxury compound area. The clubhouse takes an entire floor of the compound clubhouse with horse-themed decoration. The riding area is in a public park, which is attached and managed by the developer of the compound. There are ten boxes and fifteen horses and ponies. Two small outdoor arenas for riding. The concept of the club is not based on daily riding practice, but horse-themed social club. Their members are wealthy family in Shanghai who wants to bring their kids to ride horses and for themselves to take part in this social circle. 
Now, Zoe, the opening of the Tokyo Olympics has been officially postponed to July 23rd, 2021. How does China's question team react to the postponement? China team has been qualified for Tokyo 2020 jumping and eventing team competitions. Among Chinese riders, only Li Yaofeng has two horses qualified for now. Other riders planned to participate in more competitions in the beginning of the year to get their second horses qualified. Since almost all competitions have been cancelled worldwide, they may fail to do so. Some of them stay in Europe to continue their training, such as Zhang Xinjia in Spain, Zhang Yao in Belgium. Um, Zoe, in today's China Q&A session, would you explain the step two of the digital transformation program for the equestrian brand? Of course, we mentioned in the step one of the digital transformation program, there will be a short video telling brand stories with the image of a Chinese rider. This is the first general impression of the brand in the market. The next step, we suggest brands to collaborate with this Chinese rider in a deeper level. We can make another short video in which this Chinese rider will give her or his feedback and recommendations on the product. Only riders can understand what riders need. Their recommendations will be objective, practical, technical, and sincere. Therefore, very convincing and powerful. Sounds a lot planned for me. The influence of KOL is huge in China. I'm sure the recommendation of Chinese writers on the products will increase rapidly of the awareness of equestrian brand in China markets. For sure, we will work with a selection of Chinese writers who are influential and active on social media. I'm sure you will share more detailed information on webinar on April 14th. Yes, guys, don't miss it. Sign up now with the information on our show notes. Um, Zoe, I noticed the topics on Polo keep pop up in your podcast. I'm so surprised so many people are interested in this niche sport. Indeed, you can find more topics relating to Polo in China in our podcast, episode 1, 8, and 17. No sport is too niche in China. In today's China story, I interviewed Jackie Wang, co-founder of 1003 Polo. She and a bunch of her friends are very keen on polo and the culture. Let's listen to Jackie's China story. Hello, Jackie. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good, too. So you are in Canada now, right? How's everything going over there? Yeah, we just all try to stay indoors, just stay home and work from home. Okay, so stay safe and stay strong, positive. You are the co-founder of 1003 Polo. Um, could you tell us more about the club? Of course. Um, 1003 Polo was formed by a group of young polo enthusiasts who want to share this wonderful sport and lifestyle with everyone. Um, this company and platform is a trailblazer in the polo industry because in a short period of time, we managed to garner outside financing and investments 
And we also established our own education, customer service, and tournament system. Mm -hmm. So 1003 Polo has created several IPs, such as the Rose Polo Cup, which is an international ladies polo tournament, Mm -hmm. and the China Heritage Cup, which is an inter-varsity polo tournament. And we're focusing on the polo lifestyle and polo education for young people and elite women who are target clients. Mm -hmm. And we actually created the world's first ladies polo school, the 1003 Metropolitan Ladies Polo School. But of course, men are welcome as well. Um, And the founder of 1003 Polo, Paris Law, is a very close friend of mine, and I'm currently her co-founder and partner there. Uh, We actually met each other through polo, and we really bonded over the sport. And her dedication and persistence in promoting the sport, which has a very long history um, since the Tang and Song dynasty in China, Mm her dedication has really inspired me and the 1003 family. Um, we all hope to bring this wonderful sport back to the height of its popularity in China. Okay. And how about yourself? I started, I started riding three years ago at the Metropolitan Polo Club. Um, so I started riding and then I had the opportunity to learn polo um, and then gradually it was a sport that I fell in love with. And now every year I play at least three or four tournaments. Um, and I also, you know, travel around the world to Thailand, Canada, the UK, to and Argentina to practice my polo and, um, and socialize with other polo players. So uh, you talk about your target ma- members. And um, I understand your club is like a social club. It's not like a membership club, right? Or am I wrong? We are a membership club and a social club as well. So our members are from all different backgrounds, but you know, in general, they fall under three categories, prominent entrepreneurs, elite women and youth. Mm-hmm. So our oldest member thus far, who is an entrepreneur is 56 years old, mm-hmm. but he practices very diligently. So he plays polo incredibly well. And the female members that we have are usually um, heiresses to family businesses, female entrepreneurs, um, C-suite executives and investors. And lastly, the youth that we target are ages 7 to 18 years old who attend international schools in China and have plans to study overseas. Mm -hmm. So overall, like Chinese polo is being promoted very heavily by 1003. Um, Although internationally, we still can't compare to Argentina, the UK and the US. Mm -hmm. So we still have a long way to go. Mm -hmm. But at the speed at which we are promoting the sport in China and the the number of people who are interested, Chinese polo will develop very rapidly. You started the 1003 Polo in Tianjin, right? So what are the other cities you consider as high potential to develop polo in China and why? Yes, we have a like a polo school with the Tianjin Metropolitan Polo Club, um, which is like the ladies school I was talking about. Um, but we as a company are based in Beijing. So we are focusing on top tier cities like Beijing, Shanghai, Shenzhen and Chengdu. They have a really high potential for polo development as they're quite cosmopolitan and polo is one of the world's most 
elite sports with an exclusive social networking circle. So really targeting these top tier cities. So what kind of、uh, international collaboration or program you plan for the club and for your members? We have a multitude of collaborations with polo clubs around the world, and several international connections in the polo industry supply chain.、Uh, for example, last year our members had access to practice polo and watch the Queen's Cup. The Cartier Queens Cup at Guards Polo Club,、mm-hmm. and we also have been to Argentina and Thailand. So anywhere where polo is sort of very developed, we have taken our members there. And in addition, we have collaborations with university polo clubs, such as Harvard University and Oxford University. Paris actually played、um, like a tournament at Harvard University, and we've established connections and collaborations at these elite universities.、Mm-hmm. Lastly.、Um, We are very intent on collaborating with international organizations、yes. to promote women's polo and advocate for women's empowerment. As actually, polo is one of the few team sports where men and women can play on the same team. And we're actually planning to organize a charity polo match that will be an amalgamation of everything that the sport has to offer. So any companies or individuals or Wonder Horse. Who are interested and feel free to reach out to us.、Mm-hmm. And overall, we really hope to make a meaningful impact on the sport and Chinese society as a whole. Definitely, wow, great, very impressive. We would like to work with you and work together to see what's the energy we can share together and the idea we can work on together. Of course, yeah, I think there's a lot we can definitely do together. Sure. Thank you, Jackie, for for the interview, and、uh, I, I I hope you stay well, and、uh, hope to see you soon. Thank you, Zoe. Stay safe and healthy. Take care. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Zoe, I wish you a great success for the webinar. Thank you, Summer. It was fun to hang out with you today. Same here. See you soon. See you. Bye. Bye bye. This podcast is produced by Wonder Horse, equine business solution provider and bespoke platform for Chinese equine community. I'm your host Zoe Qin. See you next Monday on China Horse Business.